Hey, this is Lee. I really hope you've been enjoying the Business of Marketing podcast. It's from marketers and for marketers, and my intention is to bring you value, experiences, and insights that you can use. Also, if your company would like to have their own podcast, I would love to help. The team at Content Monster specializes in B2B podcasts. So if we can help, contact me at contentmonster.com. That's contentmonster.com. Enjoy the podcast. So before we start the show officially, start recording uh, our podcast. So, you know, we have a podcast. It's called The Business of Content. Uh, both Dante and I are in, the, are in the business of creating content. Yes, sir. Uh, Dante is a master storyteller here. I like that. Master storyteller. <laughs> There's a story behind that story. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so you have a PR company called? Carter Media Group. Right. Okay. And so you may know that I have Content Monster. It's a digital agency creating uh, digital content for companies and also individuals. So uh, we have this podcast where we talk about uh, helping businesses and individuals create content for for whatever they're doing, whether it be their personal brand, their business. Uh, and so all types of content from, from storytelling and video, blogs, vlogs, uh, podcasts, yeah, all those things. So let's... Uh, Get the show on the road. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Business of Content Podcast, a place where you can learn how to use digital and social media to drive your business and personal brand. And now your hosts, A. Lee Judge and Dante Carter. Once again, welcome to the Business of Content Podcast, where we talk about content creation and how to use it to connect with your audience. Uh, today's topic is the cost of of content. I'm your host, A. Lee Judge. And I'm Dante Carter. And today, the topics that we will be discussing is which types of content cost the most in time and money, how to get content for cheap, the value of content versus the cost of content, and what to consider when creating a content plan. All right. The first topic today to attack is going to be what types of content cost the most in money and in time? All right. Videos. Videos. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, let's talk about video first. Video is probably one of the most effective forms of uh, content right now. Uh, and it can be one of the most expensive because it has a traditional history of having a high expense. Uh, but thanks to technology, the cost of doing video has come way, way down. Uh, and what I found as, you know, our company producing video is people have a, a misconception that you need a whole film crew to come out to do a piece of content, you mm -hmm. know. But the days of film crews and commercials are past, right? The the range of content now ranges from your cell phone in your pocket, which is, you know, two 4K camera in your pocket, yep. up to a small camera crew. It could be one or two people or one person even, right, to create great content. So... That right there has cut a large head off the cost of creating video content. So uh, you also got to consider, too, we're talking about content now, not advertising, even though it can be used for advertising. We're talking about content, which basically means uh, if you're a business or a personal brand, oftentimes the most valuable content you can do is picking that phone up and giving people a picture of what's going on right then. Right. What yeah. we're doing right now, for example, is this is content. We are content being creation. content. Right. Yeah. So we're doing content with it, we're doing multiple pieces of content. Mm -hmm. So right now, for example, we'll get into the other kinds of content. But right now, as you're watching, we got two live streams going. 
Bam. Two pieces of content. A camera recording, <laughs> which which will be snippets of content you'll see from here, you know, from on our social streams. So yep. right now, you're seeing a snippet of video that will become snippets of video, right? Oh, yeah. More and more content. And all this while recording a podcast. Yeah. Right? So the podcast, in this case, what I like to do is for clients is create a base content, right? So right now, our base content is this podcast. This podcast will turn into live streams video clips, perhaps a transcript, so it'd be a blog, yeah. right? So even if you were try to to calculate the cost of content in this aspect, so the 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 uh, podcast has a cost. You could divide whatever the monthly fee is I, I cost that I have to pay for the podcast hosting. But beyond that, the live stream isn't cost me anything. The the video that's being recorded is not an extra video that that I have to charge for. I mean, it's, it's already there. We're, we're yeah. recording it right now. If this were for a client or if you were paying someone to do what we're doing right now, you already own the two phones or you already own a phone to, to live stream with, right? If you're doing a podcast, you could use a second phone to do the recording, right? So you have your video. Now, there's also the levels of, of, of quality, right? So Yeah, definitely. Often that, that, that quick hold your camera up, get a real, real time, uh, view. I keep turning my way, turning to the live stream. I have a video camera right here too. Um, got to look at all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, camera one, take one, camera two, take, take two. Uh, that, that really quick, you know, run and gun, pull your phone out and say what's going on in this situation right now has its place because it puts you right then, right there of what's going on. Uh, it's the most, um, I think it has the most connection with that person. You get their personality uncut, what's going on in the moment. Now, the place for more polished video may come in for, for I think, for storytelling. Mm -hmm. Because the event's already happened, and you want to tell the story of what happened. And that's one of the most engaging types of content right now, you would say. Right, storytelling? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, so let, let's backtrack really quick. When we talk about the... Um, which types of content cost the most and why? Mm -hmm. I think the, the biggest thing that, that, comes, that comes down to this is asking the question of what do I value? Mm -hmm. Because if quality is, is a value of mine, if right. I value quality, it's going to cost. Mm -hmm. I have to come in with the expectation that, wow, it's going to cost. Like I recently sat down and, and paid a film, film crew because I mm -hmm. wanted a high quality video. Right. And I, I understood. And so it's all about um, also, um, managing expectations, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you don't want to put out a high quality video, but the script sucks, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you want to make sure that every, if you're going to put the money out there, mm -hmm. make sure that you do it in an effective way, the same way we're kind of using all these platforms. Mm -hmm. Why? Cause they matter to us. Right. We want to be able to touch our audience in real time. We want to be able to have snippets for our social media. Mm -hmm. We want to be able to have a podcast so that you can listen to us while you're driving or anytime you're preoccupied and can't give that full attention, you can listen to us. You're right. And then at the same time, it's like, wow, now we, are, we, ha we, ha we have a blog post as well to where we can expound upon some points that we don't hit with all these other things going on. So these are important to us. And so when you come into this, instead of thinking about the money, ask yourself, what do you value? Mm-hmm. What do I, me, I value it all because I want to touch any and everybody that I can. So, so there, there's two points to that. So yeah. if your money is short, still start, you know, yeah, because definitely. You, can, you can definitely grab some viable content, create viable content with your phone, 
with your even you could even do podcasts from your phone, right? So yeah. don't let money be something that limits you from from starting, right? Now, if someone asks me which is more important, the the fast, less expensive, or the more polished professional, ideally I would say a mix of both. Yeah. Right? I mean, me personally, I have a confession to make. I have the ability to make high quality content. Where I myself lack at is picking my phone up quickly and doing the quick content. Because I have the ability to do it, I have cameras to do the higher content. It's easy for me to slack off or have an excuse for not creating the pick up my phone content when both are just as important. But you also understand that quality matters. Yeah. And that's that's a huge piece of this. It's like you're not you're not gonna go to the the movie theater watch cell phone <laughs> footage. Exactly. It was nice when the Blair Witch Project came out, but you know, with the little camcorder. But let's be real, if you're gonna be paying that type of money to go see a movie, you don't want to see cell phone video. Yeah. And so you understand that the biggest impact you can make with people is allowing them to see the quality of the content that you provide. Now you mentioned quality of content because so that get, makes me think about I know people who only do cell phone video but they have a high quality of the content. In other words, it doesn't look the best, but those people who who excel at that are the ones who have amazing stories to tell, amazing presence on their cell phone and give consistent quality. So if you combine, you know, the cell phone video with I'm just messing around on the phone and there's no value there, then it won't work, right? Well, so that, go ahead. That's that's where the whole consistency comes in and we've talked about it. Yeah where we've seen people who don't even have dynamic personalities, but they're consistently putting out content, so they're consistently growing their following. Uh, think about reporters. I mean, nowadays they're all using their cell phones to report, and kind of the nature of the beast is everybody can be a journalist now, and that's yeah. what people hate, so they're, not, they're now trying to, even within that news field, separate themselves. Well, no, we're, we're experts. Here's yeah. why. We tell great stories. Mm-hmm. We get the facts that you know, Joe Blow from the street can't. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, that's one of the things that you have to look at. Okay, so if I am going to use my cell phone to produce content, which is perfectly fine, you know, mm-hmm. you can use your cell phone to produce this content, but how consistent are you going to be with it? Mm-hmm. And what what's how frequently are you going to post? Because at that point, if you don't have the quality, you better have the consistency. Yeah, and at some point, you're going to want to step your game up Yeah, to whether either you're creating higher quality content being, you know, nicer equipment and a nicer look, more professional look, <clears throat> or step your game up in terms of figuring out how, even if you if you can't do the monetary part of getting better equipment or hire somebody, yeah. step up your storytelling ability, step up how you present on your cell phone or how you, even the tools you get on your, on your cell phone for podcasts. So for those who might have been looking at for us to provide hard numbers on what does it cost to create types of content. That's a whole world of depends, but I'll, I'll throw out some numbers. So let's say podcasting. I think the, the lowest place to start on podcasting, when I say lowest, I mean less, least expensive, mm-hmm. is um, you can pull out your phone and use a tool like Anchor. Anchor's a free app and maybe some in-app purchases for a buck or two. <clears throat> but you could start podcasting with Anchor on your cell phone, so the only expense you have is the app, which is yeah. cheap app, if not free. Um, <clears throat> above that, the next stage on podcast would be to buy a USB microphone, plug it into your laptop. You're talking about... A good USB microphone could, could run you a couple hundred bucks. 
uh, into probably you already have a laptop. So yeah. let's see, that's, that's your expense. Um, and then you're going to have to host it somewhere, uh, which would probably run you another 15, 20 bucks a month. So you're 250 in for a quality podcast. Yeah. Um, in terms of quality of recording, you have your laptop. You can even do interviews with people uh, using online software for that, which is still, you're talking 15, 20 bucks a month for that too. Man. So you could do a, a high end quality podcast. You're only spending, you know, less than 100 bucks a month. Right, well, less than hundred bucks altogether mm-hmm. uh, to start, and then maybe twenty, thirty bucks a month. Now, where does the professional side come into that? Well, you have to learn how to do a podcast in terms of what works. You have to get a few things up as far, as far as artwork and learn how to do it the best way. And then once you have this piece of content, no matter what the content is, you have to have some knowledge of how to utilize that content. Otherwise, you're just sitting there with an MP4, you know, or a video, or MP3, some audio, or a blog. And it just sits there. Who's going to help you strategize to make that known and, and distributed? That's where the professional part comes in, you know, outside of your own social sphere. So, And a big part of that strategy is analytics, understanding the numbers, understanding where people are coming from to see you. Yeah. Because that's 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 one thing that, you know, a lot of people don't focus on is where where are these folks coming from? That's the one thing that I'm doing for everything from my website, yeah. for Facebook. I want to know where people are coming from. I want to know where they first came in contact with me. I want to know what is it about my platform that connects them, that draws them to me. Like these are all things that for me, I want to know because that's what drives my strategy. Yeah, and that's things you want, you, you may be willing to pay for. You want to yeah. find somebody who knows these things. Even before before we recorded tonight, we looked over our podcast to find out where people are coming from. Yeah. You know, is it from Facebook, LinkedIn? What post did we post? Was it Twitter? Was it iTunes? You know, where are people coming from? And in fact, I guess part of the reason why we're live streaming right now is just so we can figure out, okay, when we finish this live stream, are you going to iTunes? Are you, you know, subscribing to the podcast, The Business of Content? Please find that. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Um, and, you know, like you said, it, it's one thing to have the content, but to know what to do with it is another. Right. Well, yeah, and I, and I think you, you want to know, right, because you want to know how far your reach is. So when we went through the numbers today and we saw that we had eight listeners in France, I was just like, man, I don't know how to speak French, but I'm excited <laughs> that we're we're touching other continents. Yeah, you know, it just means that our our our, our um, followership in some of our social spheres, it could have been Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, wherever, they found our content that way. Yeah. That's, that's just a starter number, but we're getting there, right? Yeah. So... We've kind of touched on our second topic today, which is how to get content created for the cheap, yeah. right? So don't get you, Bernie Madoff, though. Yeah, don't <laughs> you don't want to end up spending money with somebody and they they rip you off. Yeah, um, you also don't want to go so cheap that you can hear or see that it's cheap, right? Yeah. So I gave you some some rough numbers on podcasts. So let's talk about video. Uh, video once again. You have a four K phone in your pocket, four K camera in your pocket, probably right now. Right? Oh, definitely. So the that's definitely on the cheap, directly to your social app, to your social uh, audience. Uh, the key there is to make sure that what you're putting out is quality. Even though the equipment didn't cost you anymore, you still got to put some thought into what you're putting on that phone, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, put some thought in it before you turn on. Uh, also, there's also some knowledge behind what to do once you, again, have that content. Now, scaling that up a little bit. You may look at, you know, working on maybe getting a webcam, do something mm-hmm. sitting still, uh, maybe a DSLR camera, you know, to, to, to 
film more high quality stuff. Yeah. That's when you're getting into where you probably want to have a professional involved, mm -hmm. right? Also, there's a matter of, again, you have video, what do you do with it? A professional will help you um, strategically market that, put it in the right place, give you some analysis, as you said, so analytics is very important. Yeah. Um, and also, you have to figure out your audience. For yeah. So you may have an audience that's not going to resonate with iPhone, with phone video, right? You may have an audience that only wants to see off-the-cuff video. Yeah. So take that consideration. Some audiences, the cheap stuff just won't work. So Not my clients. <laughs> exactly. You have clients that, are, that they know you from television, right? So they yeah. look for television quality. So you're trying to teach them about social even though they want to keep a television-type quality, right? Yeah, and it, I mean, it's it's an, but it's not just the look, right? It's mm -hmm. the storytelling. How do you capture my story? How do you take my story and um, funnel it funnel it into social media? How are you sharing it? Like, these things are all important to people. And so, you know, that's where we, we go back with this whole quality um, versus quantity versus the actual look of the content. And yeah. so, it's what's your expectation? My expectation is high quality. Definitely. I actually got a glimpse of our stream. So yeah. I wish I had it close to me. I could actually had a laptop here. I could respond. But we're recording a podcast, so let's keep it on. Let's on, keep it rolling. Let's keep, keep it, it rolling. rolling. So, okay, we covered podcast and the cost of that. We covered video. Video, that's probably has the biggest range of costs from mm. free on your cell phone to thousands of dollars, right? Depending on who your client is and what your audience expects. Plus, you can got to consider your platform because... Yeah. I may be quicker to go live on Facebook uh, or to just do a cell phone video on Facebook or Instagram than I would on LinkedIn, Yeah. right? Uh, because the clientele on LinkedIn expects more. Or maybe I'm looking for a clientele that expects more, right? So, yeah. um, but me personally, where I'm at with my business, uh, it's B2C and B2B, business to business and business to consumer. So I like to have a nice mix of the two mm -hmm. uh, because the timing matters, the type of the type of message you're putting across matters because if you're in the middle of an event, something is happening that's relatable to your audience or to your clientele, pull your phone out and make the content right then. You know, don't say, "Oh, I don't have a camera crew right now." Blah 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 blah. No excuse. At the same time, have yourself polished enough so when you do have the camera crew, there's a camera there, you know what to say and you come off very professional. Yeah, and I mean it's very simple, especially if you. I mean, I I think the cell phones that we have nowadays. They are, to your point, you just said 4K. You can get great quality out of them. Yeah. Make sure that before you put your, your camera up, though, that you, you wipe that lens. Because a lot of times, <laughs> people are putting their fingers all over their camera lens. Yeah. And they're like, man, why is it so foggy? Why is it this? Why is it? Well, that's because you have a fingerprint hanging over it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Make sure you're wiping it off, putting it up, being, being in an area where you can collect some really good audio. Okay, where's this microphone at? How close yeah. can I get? Is there a speaker around here that I can use and really start um, getting some high quality audio? I was looking to see if I had my, um, I have a microphone that I actually plug into my iPhone so that when I'm recording, it's like a shotgun microphone. So yeah. even though I'm using my phone, I spent an extra, that might might have cost me 30 bucks or whatever, um, so that it only hears what's directly in front of me mm -hmm. rather than all around. Yeah. So... 30 bucks additional, I got a lot better sound, and the game has been stepped up just by doing that. And I mean, even with the lav mics, I mean, you can get one of those for a good 40 bucks, you know? Okay, so now on to our, is this our last topic? Yeah. Okay, and we're talking about things to consider before? 
Yeah, what to consider before making a content plan. Before making a content plan. So now we're getting to a level of which you're serious about creating content and you are not just pulling out your phone, cell phone at any given moment to create content. So the three biggest considerations, and we'll, get, we'll talk about each one of the three. <clears throat> the three biggest considerations are the best platform for you and your business. Yeah. Uh, the best format, whether it be blog, vlog, video, you know, um, podcast. And then the sustain- sustainability. Can you keep doing it? Which is the hardest part. You know, yeah. believe it or not, try, try starting something like this, even a podcast, keeping it going is the hardest part. So let's go back up. The best platform. I think the best platform comes in in really understanding who your audience is and where are they yeah. at. You know, and I think we've talked a lot about that, you know, um, in, in previous episodes. But if B2B, you need to be on LinkedIn, you know, B2C. I mean, you'll find some of those folks on LinkedIn, but Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, really making sure you've identified, OK, who my audience is. And mm-hmm. um, and also really understanding, OK, um, based upon the products or the services that I provide, how frequently should I be getting in front of those? Right. Yeah. I mean, you're thinking about Instagram, you probably depending on what you're selling, it might need to be three times a day just mm-hmm. to make sure that people are seeing you. Yeah, and in fact, we, we almost hardly miss an episode where we mention the best platform or mention what platform works best for you because that's so important. Very. Uh, if you go go in hard on the wrong platform, you could be wasting your time. And right? money. <laughs> and money, exactly, because time is money. That's right. Uh, so I always say the, the, the lightest, the highest level of trying to explain, you know, for those who don't know exactly which uh, platform to go in on. So first of all, I would say, Find your main platform and go deep on that platform as opposed to going wide on a bunch of platforms. You're going to waste your time trying to go to every platform. You're going to go really thin. You won't be as effective on that one. So if what you're doing is visual, let's say you're selling something like clothes or art or uh, even a lifestyle is visual. Yeah. Instagram, right? Uh, lifestyle leans more towards a Facebook because you have more chance for video and, and doing things. Um, if you are business to business and you have a lot of important thought leadership information, you're selling something that's maybe a higher ticket, uh, that has a very spe- specific type of person who can be your customer, uh, which is typically with businesses, uh, LinkedIn, of course, is your place, as you said earlier. So, And you, there's other outlets as well, but whatever you do, my advice is, to try your best to go deep instead of wide, right? Yeah. Find out what works for you and focus on that. Now, I'm not saying don't repurpose some things for your other formats, for your other um, platforms. But, for example, with me, I've decided to go deepest on LinkedIn, right? So when I created a video for LinkedIn, that's the first platform I created for. Now, if I transcribe that uh, into text, that text may go on LinkedIn or may also go on Medium. That's a blog platform. Um, the shape of it is going to be, uh, I might make it square for LinkedIn, which will also work on Instagram. Yeah. But the main thing is I'm starting with LinkedIn. Then I have to chop it size-wise, time-wise for Instagram, for linked, for uh, Facebook. Um, but that's my, my, my base is, is LinkedIn. Now, for other things that I do, I have some things that I do primarily for YouTube or primarily for Facebook. Yeah. Each one has its own nuances and each one has different ways you want to 
You want to do the text that's with it, the hashtags that are with it, the keywords that are with it, the shape of the video. All those things matter depending on what your format is. Yeah. So uh, first of all, figure out what your best platform is for what you do and decide to go deeper on that than wider. Oh, definitely. So best format, I guess, would be whether you're talking about a blog, a vlog, video, uh, podcast. Start with your customer, right? If your customer, for example, B2B, if you have a customer that you can figure a lot of them commute, podcast could be a thing because they have time to passively consume your content, right? If your customer is, customer is known to spend lots of time on their phone, say you have a younger demographic that um, has time to scroll through their phone for hours, Instagram. Uh, older demographic, in fact, Facebook is kind of split right now, whereas younger and much older, right? Yeah. So then you can put more than just images. You can put some experiences in there, some opinion in there, um, some things. Now, something I have to always mention, too, with, with Facebook and Instagram and even LinkedIn, from a B2B standpoint, if you're a company, they want you to pay to play. So you got to either make great content or if you're coming from a company page, you got to pay to be seen. So don't get confused with what we're talking about now, content with with advertising because they want you to pay if you're coming but, from a company page. But I think that also depends on your industry, right? Yeah. Because there are, and I, I hate that I'm going to be saying this <laughs> on air, but there are certain industries like doctors, for instance, that because of their specialties, they're so, um, they're so needed, whether it's an OBGYN that you can, you're able to get kind of, you may not get as wide of a platform as you would on your personal page, but you're still getting hits because, mm -hmm. and you got to think about it, the demographic. I mean, women are probably the most engaged. Um, Facebook especially. Yeah, but no, but in general, especially when you're talking about their health, right? They're right. very engaged. Gotcha. I mean, they're always going to get checkups. I mean, men are the ones where you have to break their arm to go see a doctor, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know? And so if there's an OBGYN, they're more likely to be, on that page, engage with them, despite the fact that they're not putting a whole lot of money into it. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to understand the difference between uh, business content from a business page, talking Facebook, LinkedIn has company pages, Yeah. Uh, Instagram has company profiles. They are treated totally different than your personal because those platforms want to help push personal and make you pay for private, uh, for company stuff. Uh, but like you said, if you have a good company page you do want to have content there and people who are already fans of your page will see that without you having to pay for it yeah but and and i think it's that's why it's so important to make sure that your content is engaging because um anytime because here's the thing this social media this whole age that we're in it's everybody crying for attention mm -hmm. everybody saying hey hey look at me look at me look at the products i have you know that's what that's what everybody is saying and so whether you're paying or you're not paying, you still want to have that content that's going to stop somebody. Mm -hmm. That's going to make them pause just long enough to hear what you have to say. And I, I think that's the, the the biggest misconception is a lot of, uh, of people and businesses think, oh, you know, I can just put a quote up and it'll it'll <laughs> suffice. No, like in this day and age, people want to know. People want to know. People are highly intelligent. You know, we, we came from this era where people were using Google to search for everything. Now they're using social media to search for products and services. Mm -hmm. So if I'm looking for a content creator and I'm and I'm and I'm Googling uh, and I come upon content monster, I want to be in a place where 
or you want to be in a place where when they come to your page, your content jumps off the screen and touches them. Mm -hmm. They emotionally feel connected. They want to invest. They want to use you to create some high quality content. And so just being able to have that focus. All right. Well, as we wrap up, the last thing about things to do before making your content plan or things to consider, rather, is the hardest one. And that is sustainability. Mm. Boy, anybody can you go? Yeah, anybody who's tried to create content, myself included, know that the hardest thing to do is keep it going. Right? I'm trying to be like Jerry Rice in the game. <laughs> you know, I will lose my hairline. <laughs> you know, <laughs> before keep I lose it the... going, keep it going. So this is somewhere where either you have the time and the expertise to know, you know, what to do consistently, and not be annoying, yeah. but to be consistent. Or you have someone to help you along to create content. So there's two things I think that make sustainability difficult. One is just being consistent with what you do. In other words, if you're going to do a podcast, do it every single week. If you're going to do a YouTube channel, every single week or every twice a week. Something that's predictable and regular. If you're writing blogs, consistent. Yeah. So the, the first part is doing it over and over and over. The second part is being able to come up with new content that's not boring, right? Um, to be able to cre- keep being creative over and over and over and over and, and, and maintain that audience. Um, and sometimes it's just a matter, even when you, often there's something that people do, and myself, I, I do the same thing myself, you batch content. You do a lot of stuff at one time and then spread it out over some time. So even with, with batching, that allows you to, um, for me, for example, I may have, a weekend or a week or a day even to create content. I may yeah. do several videos in one day and put them on a content calendar to help me be consistent and sustained through throughout a break or throughout a holiday so that you see something from me every day or every week, whatever my schedule for that particular platform is. Um, I've batched it ahead of time. So that's a, you know, a really, a really key trick I think to, to being consistent is, is batching your content all at once. And I, I think another thing that we both discussed today is, Okay, um, how much does engagement go into sustainability? Boy, you know, it's something that you hear you you see on radio stations, news stations. They all have these send us your story idea icons like that's so huge because not only does it keep your base engaged, but it further keeps you going because now you have content. Wow. I didn't know this was as big of a, a problem it is for my target audience. Let me talk about this specific subject. Let me get deep about this specific subject. And now, not only then, you'll, you, you, you create a funnel of not only people just sending questions to you, but now it's like, you know what? These folks definitely have, um, have their thumb on this. They understand content. They understand content creation or whatever your industry is. Mm-hmm. And before long, they're coming to you to get the work done. Well, now's a good point to mention anybody who's watching the live stream or listening to this podcast later on to send us your questions. If you're in business, if you're a personal brand and you're looking to create content, to learn how to do podcasts, blogging, create a great story to tell the story of your company, uh, send us a message. Um, You can catch me on LinkedIn, Dante. LinkedIn as well. Dante Carter, D-O-N-T-A-Y-E. Last name Carter, C-A-R-T-E-R. Send me an email, info at cartermedia.net. You can find me, judge, at contentmaster.com. Uh, or if you're watching the podcast uh, on the podcast page, you can leave a comment on the podcast with a question there, ask us a question on LinkedIn, drop a question in the live stream. We can, I guess we can catch those later on as well. Yeah. Uh, and as Dante was saying, your content can create content. Exactly. Right? So 
ask us questions now. We'll give us content to talk about on the future shows. So yeah, that's one way we can help our own sustainability. Well, I, I mean, it's, you know, just being frank, it's all about the long game. How long can you play this game? How long can you stay in the game? Yeah. That's what Jerry Rice is known for is longevity, right? Mm-hmm. You know, lost mm-hmm. his hairline before he lost his talent. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But that's the, that's the game. It's how, how long can you stay in? How long can you play? And I think the longer you're in the game, the longer or the, not longer, but the more impact you can have with your target audience. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned engagement because I've found that the more I engage, which Admittedly, it's very time consuming, yeah. but the more you engage, the more you'll get in tune with what your audience wants to hear. They'll tell you what's interesting, what's not interesting, uh, what they want. They'll ask you questions and it will help you keep going. It'll give you the energy, the, 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 the boost and momentum of, you know, of thinking, wow, this is working or something. It'll give you an ego boost, I guess, to help you keep on going and the content, it'll, it'll feed you more content to create. Well, well, it allows you to not only see, okay, while wow, this is working, but you know what your audience is thinking. Yeah. You begin to understand what they're impacted by, what struggles they're having. At the end of the day, we want to be problem solvers. We want to help you to solve the problems that you're facing. And a problem that you're facing is content creation. Yeah. Whether it's storytelling, whether it's high quality video, whether it's who to contact even to get the work done, we want to be considered um Sources of value for you, being able to point you in the right direction, whether it's coming to us or whether it's going to someone else. All right. Well, speaking of coming to us, we're going to wrap this wrap this show up. Uh, if someone's coming to you, Dante, what are they coming for? Man, they are coming for me. Uh, they're coming to me for the art of storytelling. All right. That's what it comes to Carter Media for. That's right. I use your story to connect with your target audience, which in turn drives growth. All right. The show's also brought to you brought to you by Content Monster, C O N T E N T M O N S T A, contentmonster.com and we create digital content for your business or your personal brand. He's not just a content monster. He's a beast. <laughs> a beast. Well, you know, I, the challenge <laughs> is for me, for me to myself to be a content monster. So I've got to create content to show that it can be done, how it's being done. So uh, thanks for checking out the podcast. Uh, if you get a chance to give it some stars, we great we greatly appreciate that. Uh, be sure not to just listen, but subscribe so you can catch the upcoming shows, the past shows, and find us both on LinkedIn. And we'll talk to you next time. Dante? Hey, I'm Dante Carter. You guys take it easy. Thank you for tuning in. I'm A. Lee Judge. I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Business of Content podcast, brought to you by ContentMonster.com and Carter Media. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to give it five stars and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. 